Good morning. It is Monday, January 11th of 2021. This year is Isn't just that fun to say? flying. What? It is two days <laughs> until my birthday. That's right. And so, you know, it's just going to be a good year because this is the, the last year I have before I turn 40. That's so scary for Isn't you. that crazy? I just turned 30 and I'm having a meltdown <laughs> and I can't even fathom. <laughs> I know. You, you're texting me like, I'm so old. I was like, um, hello? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do the thanks. You're listening to the Realty Brothers Podcast with Matthew Atwood and Michael Atwood. There is so much changing in the marketplace on a daily basis, and real estate is clearly something that affects everyone. So whether you're a seasoned industry expert or simply curious on the topic of housing, this is your one-stop shop for tips, tricks, insider knowledge, and encouragement for the entrepreneur in all of us. So I'm sorry you feel old. I think I saw a gray hair on you the last time we were together. That's the, okay, I've been graying since I was 18. <laughs> yeah, just kind of runs in our family, I think. It does. It's so weird. It's so funny now, too, as like when I was younger, either no one noticed or they were like, oh, weird. But now I that it's like funny to find gray hairs, you know, people try right. harder and they're like, oh, look, you're, you're really graying. I'm like, this isn't new. Don't try to make this a thing. I've been... Right. 85 at heart since I was born. So that's, that's actually true. Yeah. You're, you're like a really old person. You're kind of like uh, Benjamin Button or whatever mm-hmm. that guy is. Yeah. You're, you're getting a little younger. You're right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know what I was just thinking about the other day? I what? was, uh, I was thinking about, um, dad's surprise 50th birthday party and all the people that were there and how much fun it was and I'm like, you know, I wonder if somebody will throw me a surprise 40th. <gasps> and then I started thinking about it more. And I was like, wait a minute. Dad didn't have a surprise 50th. He had a surprise 40th. And I yeah. was 17 years old when he was yeah. 40. Yeah. What? <laughs> if I had a 17-year-old right now, I'd be freaking out. I think it's so funny, too, because I was so salty about that, that I didn't get to go to the surprise 40th birthday party. <laughs> yeah. And you did. And it looked like so much fun. Because wasn't it like, I mean, like, yeah. uh, what's the word? Was it like 50s themed? It was 50s themed. Yeah. 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 Dang it. Yeah. And there were so many people. And um, yeah. And I was doing the Minnesota Allstate Lutheran Choir. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we... Dad dropped me off to the bus and uh-huh. I boarded the bus and he's like, all right, have a good trip. We'll see you in a month. Right. Yeah. Um, or more. I don't remember how long it went, but it was quite a while. And I was like, all right, bye. And I loaded my bags and I climbed on the bus and dad pulled away. And then I got back off the bus, <laughs> had somebody pick me up. And then I surprised him for his 40th. By being there, which was so really sweet. awesome because he's like, how are you here? And I was like, because I had it all worked out with the bus, like I was not actually going to leave. And yeah, that's and he's so like, cute. that's awesome. And I was like, by the way, you have to drive me three and a half hours <laughs> <That's> tomorrow. <right>. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday. Yeah. Uh, what a gift giver. You gave him quality time. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So anyway, I do not want a surprise for my 40th. I want 
because this is what I was actually thinking about. I was like, there was so many people, and Dad loved people, and he, he loved had his a lot friends. Of friends. Yeah, but he he loved them in intimate groups, not <laughs> all of them at the same time. Yeah. You know, that wasn't really he wasn't much of an extrovert in that way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he rarely showed it. I mean, he he could go around and talk to anybody. Um, but I was like, how am I more of an introvert than him? Like, I don't want a huge party full of people. I want like maybe my brothers <laughs> and mm-hmm. not kids. And um, and just like go on a cruise or something. Like just just some family, I don't know. Ugh. Something something more relaxing. <laughs> That's fair. Where we can like see each other and be like, hey, let's meet up at the casino. And then like an hour later be like, I won't see you till tomorrow. Bye. Yeah. Let's not do anything together. <laughs> anyway. I, that's fair. That's fair. So, um, well, uh, I guess I won't ruin the surprise for you uh, what? For, for your 40th. Oh, but, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. There won't be a surprise. <laughs> there won't be one. Uh, but I have to tell you what I'm obsessed with this week. Okay. Um, so I recently have developed a certain love and appreciation for candles. And I've always thought candles are kind of stupid. <laughs> okay. But like, there's something relaxing all of a sudden. There's also, I think this is what happens when you get old. Yeah. Like I used to never, I remember growing up and like mom or grandma or someone would be like, Oh, look at the Robin. And I'd be like, I don't care. It's a bird. (laughs) And now I literally sit like I was on a walk and I was like, I think that's a blue Jay. When does that happen to you? Oh, all the time now. But I mean like at what point in your life does like, do you just hit this, this point where you're like, that's a bird and I don't care to all of a sudden, like what kind of bird is it? And what are all of its facts? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. uh, Nonetheless. So there's something all of a sudden calming about having a, bunch of candles all over the place. And so I went on Etsy and I found this little candle shop that's all, you know, vegan, soy, beautiful loveliness. Um, And it's so great. Like the woodwick crackling. So it's almost like a fire. And I like, I I had to get a million of them. And then they sent me all these gifts um, as well because I ordered right around the holidays. So uh, I have a plethora of these candles. Um, this is going to be a rant and a rave at the same time because rave, <laughs> they're, they're amazing. Rant. Why in God's green earth would you make a candle scent of campfire? Yeah. That is arguably the worst smell. Like whenever you're around a campfire, all you can think about is how you're going to get this smell off of you. So, okay. I love the smell of campfire. No. It's that smell of the after campfire that is atrocious. And I think we hate that so much that it makes you hate the smell of campfire. Maybe. I'm just like, you know, you got to wash your clothes and then you're going to have to wash your sheets because it's probably on your skin. And like the last thing I, so I opened up this gift pack they gave me and they gave me like soaps and all this lovely stuff for free, but a campfire scent. (laughs) I refuse. I refuse. I'm going to find yeah. someone I particularly hate to give it to. Just kidding. Okay, my birthday's in, a, <laughs> in two days, so <laughs> that's great. But they also had a, uh, oh, shoot, a tobacco vanilla, and it was amazing. Yeah, 
Jenny bought some like tobacco something. In fact, I think it was like tobacco bourbon or something. Yes. I and I was like, "What?" If tobacco, you think like, like ew, like the smell right. of cigarette smoke. Right, Terrible. but it was actually really, really amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I don't know if I said it. Urban Chaos uh, Candle. Urban Chaos. Urban Chaos Candle Company. That's what that's they're your, trying to do. That's you're not sponsored. Yeah, they're trying to stem chaos by giving us bad scented. <laughs> like, but mix them in with the good scents. Start a fight. We've had enough urban chaos this year. <laughs> it's true. Uh, uh, what yeah. about you? Um, so my not sponsored by <laughs> is kind of along the same lines. A very calming, very soothing. Um, it's the Laser X in-home laser fighting guns. Oh, yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. So um, I bought a four-pack you know, cause I have three kids and they don't yeah. come in a three pack and then there was just another one. So, you know, I had to strap up one must. Yeah. And we just, we went for hours <laughs> just chasing each other around the house yeah. playing uh laser tag. It was super fun. Oh yeah. Like, and so you have guns in like a chest pack or what? yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it laser X is like infinitely expandable. So like you could have a hundred people with these things and I'll just, you know, select your team and just go, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it was so much fun. Um, yeah. I was Cute. like jumping over couches and like, it, yeah, my wife was like, I didn't realize I had four children. <laughs> Surprise. Yes. Leave me did. alone. I'm having fun. <laughs> you like get hurt and start crying. <laughs> I actually did. Benton, I was stop shooting me. <laughs> I was uh, I was running. We I had this brilliant idea. I was like, okay, here's what we're gonna do. The the, the guns and the chest packs like they glow, mm-hmm. and they glow the color of your team, right? Ooh, so yeah. I was like, okay, let's go in the basement after the sun sets at you know what three thirty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's go in the basement. We'll shut off all the lights. This is so special. And I the only that. lights that we'll be able to see are each other, and that'll be the only thing that gives us direction in the dark basement right mm-hmm. so i'm kind of hardcore and i was running from one side to the other side i was going to run into the utility room quick so that i could kind of get around behind where they were mm-hmm. and so i told my four-year-old i was like stay here and cover me yeah. he also he thinks he thinks um you know that you can just fire the gun in any direction and it should get them Mm-hmm. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Um, so I'm running into the utility room and I forgot <laughs> that I was, um, I, I had hooked up our shop vac to the the dryer vent. Just <laughs> long story. I yeah. forgot that I had done that and there was a, a long extension cord pulled tight across the, <laughs> no. the utility room. <laughs> so I run in there in the dark. My left foot caught that which sent me down hard. So my left knee hit the concrete hard and Mm. my right leg shot out in front of me to try to catch myself. And I like hyper extended my knee. Like it was like a football player where it like bends backwards. (laughs) And I just, I like yelped and I just kind of like sat on the floor for a second thinking, did I bust my kneecap? Like what, what just happened? And I don't, I must've screamed really hard. I don't even know. I don't even think I did yell, but my son says I did. So Benton jumps up and he's like, stop, everybody stop. Dad's hurt. He runs over and I was like, no, no, I think, I think it's okay. And then, yeah, it was 
I had to ice it for like two days. And then you <laughs> shot them all. And then I, I was like, ha ha, fooled you. <laughs> so anyway, um, super so fun, cool. super safe. Pick yeah, it up for yourself, Laser X. Yeah, obviously. That's so and it's, funny. It, it teaches your family to shoot each other. It's what? How fun is that? That's exactly. Yep. Oh, it was so much you fun. You should settle every family dispute with a round of laser tag. <laughs> yes, this is happening. <laughs> There's no, like, nothing extends beyond the end of the game. There's no takes backs. Right. Like, whoever wins, wins. And that's, that's what we're going to decide. That's it. Strap up. Getting this done. Uh, I love that. That's fantastic. Also, yeah. I was just thinking again about your birthday um, <laughs> and about how, like, the whole introverted not not having a party thing. Yeah. Um, so for my birthday, uh, only a couple weeks ago, one of my friends had gone to all of, all of my friends, like people that like, I was like, how did you even know them? How did you even contact them? <laughs> and, and rather than having a party, which I would hate, I mean, also I think illegal still yeah, in the that's pandemic, true. Yeah. uh, I, I would hate to like have that much attention at once. Um, instead for my whole birthday, I was just getting like these really nice, long, happy birthday emails from like random friends that I haven't talked to in a while with photos of us and like, whatever, like he like was like, Hey, throughout the day at some point you need to send a message like wishing happy birthday, saying your favorite things, uh, you know, and attach a couple photos. And it was so nice. Uh, Like when you look in like, your work email throughout the day and it's just like little pop-ups of happiness and kindness and photos and memories. It was the greatest. And I didn't have to socialize with anyone. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. When's the last time you received a good email, right? Oh my gosh, I know. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, honestly. So that's that's an idea. That's a thought. That's awesome. Let people be kind to you from a distance. I love that. That's so great. (laughs) That's so great. Uh, so take note, y'all. Take note. <laughs> this take was, note. it was the greatest thing. I will admit. Uh, I mean, it's kind of like you know how it was like. Well, now we could email people, but we should still send them a letter in the snail mail mm-hmm. so that it's extra special. Now email is like the new snail mail, where it's like, well, I could just text or post on Facebook, but if I send an email, that'll be more sentimental. Yeah. Right. Funny? It's kind of like yeah. Kind of true. Cool. Uh, say, so we have a lot of things happening in the business world. So many things. Um, yeah. And I know we obviously talk about uh, like the real estate sales, residential sales side a lot. Yeah. Um, and we've even talked a little bit on some of these episodes about the property management business that we're running. But there's right. more. There's more. <laughs> Surprise. Why not? Why not have more toes in more ponds? Because that's fun. Um Yes. You got to, it's just catching different fish, right? It's a, well, and what it is, I think is we are so fortunate to work with amazing people and yes. those people have passions for different things. And Absolutely. as we continue to grow, there's more people and thus more passions for more different things. And like, why not? Like you think that's awesome. Let's, let's explore that. Right. Definitely. Definitely. And, and that's one thing that I've always loved about, um, when we when we sit down and we're interviewing people, I mean, even inter- re-interviewing existing people, yeah, <laughs> you know, we just sit down with them and be like, "Hey, if you could create your dream job, what would it be? How can we make that happen?" And it could really surprise you what they say, R- right? And and I mean, almost everybody's caught off guard. Like, 
if I tell you, am I fired from my current job? <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, no, but like, what if w- there was a way we could help make all or at least a portion of that happen for you? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and cause we're always open to new ideas and exploring new things and, you know, so, um, so anyway, uh, yeah, you're right. We work with some incredible people, um, and, and they have different passions and pursuits. Obviously residential real estate is kind of what gave us our start, um, but we've had more and more people uh, over the the last few years dabbling more in in commercial real estate. It's kind of really where they where they found their their passion. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I was just saying this the other day: purpose, passion, and perseverance. Right? If you can find your purpose, your passion will come out. You just you, but you also got to persevere. Right? right? You also have to, you know, continue to uh, to give it all of your tenacity, (laughs) Uh, which is actually the house habit today. So anyway, um, so, uh, so anyway, we, uh, a couple years ago, no, maybe it was a year ago. Um, we reached out to century 21 Mm -hmm. and said, you know, we've actually been doing quite a, quite a bit of commercial transactions. Um, this is something we would like to focus more on more. So, uh, you know, over the next year in 2020 and then 2020 was like surprise. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we'll focus more here in, in 2021. Um, and as I mentioned in last week's podcast, commercial, the commercial world is changing and, um, people are looking for that representation. And so, um, you know, we're, we're starting to get quite a few more, uh, inquiries coming into our, our offices. So we have office space for lease. Actually, we've signed quite a few, uh, leases recently, uh, which is great because, you know, there, there was that concern of, is everybody just leaving? Is the office a thing of the past? But, um, quite a few have been, have been signed recently. Um, and, uh, of course, residential's doing well. Um, we have some shop space that has done so yes. well this last year. Yeah. Um, in fact, <laughs> we, uh, we took on a client and he's like, I've got this shop space. We filled up those spaces. He's like, wow. And he put up another building and we filled up those. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, so, so some, uh, shop spaces. Um, also there's been, a, a rising trend of, um, how do I want to say like commercial suites? Like, uh, what do they call them? Um, they're like, it's kind of like a blank canvas yeah. of garages. Mm-hmm. And some people are like, this is where I'm going to store my collector cars, which to me are matchbox cars, but apparently to yeah. them are much more expensive. Are real cars. Yeah. <laughs> apparently. Um, some people use it just as like a, like a office, you know, um, that they pull their truck into or whatever. I mean, it's, it's kind of like this blank canvas that you can use and it's been so popular. Mm-hmm. Um, people just storing all sorts of stuff and they're big too. It's not like a storage garage, you know, it's a big, big space. So, um, so there's going to be another round of those, uh, coming up that we, uh, that we are representing. Um, I just heard of, a, a another listing. We got a commercial listing of an office building, two and a half million dollar, uh, office building. I mean, there's, there's uh-huh. a, and that would would be for sale. Um, you know, so there's, there's a lot of things moving and shaking in the commercial world. And, What's interesting is we're we're like you know we go great we have this and we put it on LoopNet we'd put it on the MLS we put it you know um, but we weren't really speaking 
the language of the commercial world on, on, on social media, mm-hmm. right? Which is where you carry on a conversation. So I'm excited to announce uh, that we just launched our commercial Facebook page. So if you're like, I love commercial, I'd love to know what's going on. Um, we're not only just posting our listings, um, cause that's not fun, but we're, we're going to be posting every day. Mm-hmm. Um, some, some things happening in the commercial world, some tips and tricks for the commercial world, um, all sorts of fun stuff. And, uh, so if you want to check that out, it's Facebook at C21 Atwood commercial. Nice. Yeah. I think so that's so out. interesting. Like you said, there's just people who are interested in different things too. Mm-hmm. And just as much as there's people who love to just look at real estate and they're like, look at the kitchen. There's also people, and I'm one of them who likes to look at office buildings and be like, yes, yeah, the structure, the lines, or, you know, like what is the market rate for that? Um, it's really interesting. It's just a different kind of interesting. I looked at one yesterday, an office building. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was so great. <laughs> I looked at, at two actually. Mm-hmm. Um, one was pretty good, and the other one was like, oh my gosh, it has its own private entrance with a two-story glass atrium, like, just for that office space. And I'm like, this is yeah. gorgeous. You're a sucker for an atrium. I am. <laughs> and lots of glass. Like, I yeah. just, I love that. And so I was like, this would be so amazing, but there's absolutely no way (laughs) we can afford this yeah uh but anyway um yeah i i love looking at at offices too especially like really clever ones you know Mm -hmm. Uh, i looked at a space recently that was um in the it department of a big company and it was so quintessential like what you'd see on tv for an it department right it's just Mm -hmm. all these standing desks with tons of multiple monitors but then it was like this row was the Mandalorian group and this <laughs> row was the Yoda group and this was the Lord of the Rings Cute. group and like they like competed against each other and they, yeah, it was, it was awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. It gave me a little bit of like ADD. There was so much going on in there, so it wouldn't be a, a good workspace for someone like me, but, <laughs> but it was cool. So anyway, we'll have all sorts of that fun stuff on so our, on our new Facebook page. On the new Facebook page. That's yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> a little office competition goes a long way. Yeah. I love it. That's awesome. Um, so something I wanted to talk about, there was a, uh, survey that went out here in the fall, uh, well, end of the fall, like November, um, asking people to identify what are the top changes, uh, like consumer changes they're making in their homes. Now that oh, I we're can in, guess the, all in the pandemic. No, it's like surprising. And we've talked about like <laughs> home renovations and this is different from home renovations. Oh, so okay. th- this is like what has changed. Uh, um, and I think even specifically with the mindset of staying in your home, as opposed to like the mindset of selling or increasing value. Oh, okay. Um, and the reason why I bring this up is because these people are eventually going to sell their homes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're also in that boat, that's who you're going to be competing against. So maybe some of these are like, oh, yeah, it makes sense. No brainers. And maybe other things are like, maybe I should consider doing that as well. And it's not necessarily so you can put it on the market tomorrow, but it's so that someday when you you do sell, you're you know on par with what the rest of the market had had been trending to do. 
Right. Right. Okay. So obviously pandemic happened. We're here. <laughs> we are where we are. Uh, but the, the number one thing I'm just going to gloss over, they said is just disinfecting literally everything all the time. And that, you know, huh. obviously we're just, we're just, we have a new, I think, intentional focus on clean. Can I ask you something about that though? What? D- do you feel like that could have a negative effect? Because I remember like when, when hand sanitizer first came out and people were overusing it, they're like, you could actually get more sick. Like yeah. y- you have to have some bacteria around you. You have to be able to build some immunities, right? Do you think it could have a adverse effect by just being too clean? <laughs> I refuse to acknowledge that. I <laughs> okay. think I have long been a crazy person about cleanliness and it's about time. <laughs> the rest of the world well, yes. got on my level. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, no, I think obviously that's important, but, um, I, I think it was like 80 some percent of people said that this is the number one and the most like lasting behavioral change hmm. that they've made at their home. Uh, um, but, yeah. uh, next focusing more on the home is focusing on how they can change the utility of their garage space. Hmm. So whether that means like making it into a gym or um, a lot of, a lot of it was talking about like creating storage. Like we've talked about before in the, you know, maybe it's up high in the garage where there's all this extra space. Um, But that was number two on the list. You know, this is a special, especially for Minnesotans. There's truly you drive around a neighborhood there are more cars parked outside mm-hmm. than inside because Minnesotans love to have their garages filled with stuff and just leave that, you know, $50,000 car sitting out there right. Right. <laughs> and all your junk sitting inside. But we love that. We do. <laughs> In fact, sometimes I'd be like, oh, we should we should go over to so-and-so's house and we pull up and there's like no cars, the garage doors are closed. We're like, oh, they're not home. <laughs> they're, they're home. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh. uh the next one I think you'll like talk to you about just upgrading technology in your home. So mm-hmm. whether that's like a, a security system or cameras or like a, a nest thermostat, um, you know, video doorbell, all these things that have, we've moved past the, this is new tech that nobody's really sure of. And this is kind of just normal, right? Right. Yeah. Get on board people. My favorite smart home thing that I bought in 2020 was smart garage doors. Oh, yeah. It's the best. That is the best. When I'm pulling up to my house, it's like, do you want to open your garage door? I'm like, yeah. That's amazing. Mine isn't it's so that great. smart. Mine it's just sent, like, I can control it from my phone. Uh, so, like, if I happen to forget to shut it, I can see, you know? Oh, sure, um, yeah. Or uh, if there's, like, a delivery coming or, or something like that. But what freaks me out is it also sends me a push notification when it opens or closes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> and sometimes it's just wrong. Like I, I, I'll be home and I'll get like a thing like your garage door's opened, like right now. And, and I'll go peek. I'm like, it didn't. That's didn't weird. Open. What's huh. happening? Anyway. Okay. Uh, okay. So back onto uh, things that could have profitability um, or, or value implications. Uh, using your backyard in a more intentional way for entertaining. Mm-hmm. For sure. 
And I mean, that harkens back to what we talked about with just the pandemic and you're spending a lot of time at home. Um, next, we have using rooms for combined purposes. That's a change that a lot of people are doing rather than having, this is my, and this is, I do this a lot. I compart compartmentalize my spaces. Hmm. So like once my piano goes into a room, I'm like, that's now the music room. Yeah. And everything. And like nothing else can go in there if it's not music, but <laughs> they're, they're yeah. combining purposes for, and I think that's a, a necessity right now because of work from home, because of schooling from home. I mean, we kind of have to, you might've gotten away with not having a home office before or having a home school. Right. But now yeah, you really that's can't. True. That's true. I'm, I'm like you though. It's like, it's like that doesn't belong here. Mm -mm. That's a different category. Oh, that drives me nuts. Something in the wrong space. <laughs> I have kids, so I don't ever see anything in its right space. It's <laughs> literally following around the dogs all day and like, the toys don't go in there. This is the dining room. No. <laughs> <laughs> when are they going to learn? <laughs> uh, reorganizing to create more storage um, or just create more space in general. I think that's a... People... How do I want to say this? You know how what we talked about, like, don't do something just because it's how it's always been done? Right. That applies to more than just business. This is a habit that human beings do. <laughs> yeah. So even though, like, I I love, you know, maybe the way that my living room is organized or, or you know, laid out, just change it. Just see, you know, and, and, and try things out and see how you can create more space or how you can create a different flow or different traffic or, or anything like that. So that, you know, you have options and you're not stuck in a rut. It actually, um, this isn't part of this article at all, but it actually is linked to, um, like releasing the, the neuro pathways to creativity. Hmm. When you change those. Interesting. I'm going to change everything around before my wife gets home. <laughs> She'll love it. It'd be like, uh, unless you're, you know, I, I think if it was changed in a bad way, I would not be able to be creative. I would be angry. <laughs> yeah. It would like disrupt my, my, my chi. Is that what that is? Right. Yep. Yep. Uh, the other thing too, though, is you would almost have to like promise yourself that you're going to leave it for a week because you're going to hate it for the first couple of days. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like no matter you what, to you're just going to. Yeah. Yeah. And see how it grows on you. Right. A thousand percent. Some of these are really good. Like, uh, Changing your laundry room to be off the garage if possible. Um, hmm. People love that. Also, it's just mm -hmm. a safety thing for, you know, heaven forbid you have a fire or, or anything like that. Right. Um, you know, I'll just go over one more because it's almost at the bottom of the list and it's a, speaking to me. A, <laughs> a pet grooming area. <laughs> There's compartmentalization for you. <laughs> no, no. This is where this I is groom it. them. I have... You know, I peruse listings, obviously, for fun. And when I see that they have, like, a dog washing station, yeah, I am yeah. compelled to write a check. I'm just like, <laughs> I need this. I, I need it. Yeah. that's it. And also, it's, you know, they know what they're doing. They know I love my dogs. They know if they, like, make a cute little area with, like, tile and a, little paw prints and it's for them. Of course, you're going to get, like the pet lovers on board for this, even though for sure. the dogs hate being washed. They this is it. the worst. 
<laughs> but then but then what pet owners do is they then they justify they're like they hate it because they've never had a pet washing <laughs> station never, this is a spa day now if i were to have this home they would love it oh gosh <laughs> right I know. I know yeah i've seen those too and i i've at first i was like what is that and i was like is it to wash your feet my wife's like, no, it's for- <laughs> it's the greatest thing. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. Last interesting fact: um, this they did the exact same survey towards the beginning of the pandemic, um, in like late April, and then again this one that they did was November. Um, and so, so most of these things kind of started and, and then climbed their way up, but one that started high and then dropped was people uh, putting in germ-resistant countertops or flooring. Huh. You'd so, think that'd be the other way around. No, like at the beginning of the pandemic, people were like, oh no, like this is a big deal. And it quickly fell off. Oh, <laughs> so gotcha. In the beginning yeah. of the pandemic, people thought this is something I'm going to have to do this right. year to stay clean. Um, and slowly, I, I don't know. We just thought, eh, maybe not. This seems excessive. Yeah. Okay. I have 42 cartons of Clorox wipes now anyway, so. Oh, really? No, I'm saying that people who are like, oh. I don't need the yes. special counter. No. I'm hoarding toilet paper and Clorox wipes. That's exactly right. They are uh. the problem. Uh, man, I tell you what. Oh, nice. Oh, I. this is not the time or place for this. But <laughs> okay. so have you heard about all of these like Amazon deliveries that nobody ordered? No. I remember I first started hearing it from people and seeing it on the news like, oh, I got a packet of seeds, like like flower seeds. And it just says like fulfillment by Amazon and it showed up at my door. Um, and it's like addressed to you. And, and I saw, you know, more and more of these and now I've been getting them. I've been getting packages from Amazon that I did not order. And I don't know the scam. I don't know what to do because I keep on checking my Amazon account. I've changed my password just to be safe. Like, it's not in my order history. I did not order it. Wow. But I, And they're always from China. That's weird. And it's like coats and ponchos. It's not like, at first when it was like packets of seeds, I'm like, oh, at least it's something cheap. And I'm like, this was, I mean, why is this happening? There's there's like tracking chips in those things. Oh yeah. They want you to put the coat on, they want you to wear things, they want you to I haven't even opened yeah. them because I'm like I don't know what's in that. I it freaks me out. Um <laughs> you're going to open it and be like, "Oh, I did order this." <laughs> That's hard too cuz like so I often joke I'm like, "Oh, I forget what I order." And then, you know, especially with things being delayed because of COVID and all the holiday delays, uh it's kind of like a a new Christmas when you're like, I forgot I ordered this three months ago, you know? <laughs> so things are coming and I'm like, what else did I order? And the, it's like, Oh no, this wasn't me. I think, I think this is a scam and I can't figure out the scam. I tried to Google it. Um, some things were saying it's just something that people do when they know that you're a, a like real person. If someone wanted to confirm that, um, hmm. so that they, they created a duplicate account on Amazon with my exact same name and address so that they can order things. And then because I'm a verified like existing purchasing client or something, they can leave themselves five-star reviews. Huh? But that seems like a lot of work just to yeah. get some reviews and like a lot of lost product. Yeah. But if you're shipping like 
a hundred thousand coats, like just, just like, you know, deliver a few, mm-hmm. deliver a hundred, get a hundred five star reviews. That's crazy. It's so weird. Why are people so crazy? I don't understand. Just like, just like calm down. <laughs> just calm down. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's interesting. Sorry about that. Something arrives here every day, and most of the time I have no idea. And other times I'm like, it's still not my Laser X. Where is it? <laughs> You're just ordering all the like expansion packs and like add-ons <laughs> yeah. that they offer. Your whole <sighs> basement is gonna like here. You thought it was gonna be a finished family room. No, it's gonna no. be a laser tag arena. Yes, great idea. I love it. <laughs> I'm doing this. <laughs> Uh, well, that was a good list. I was, yeah, I was thinking like, what, what items are more, how do I want to say, important to us Mm -hmm. since the pandemic? And really, it wasn't necessarily about the physical space itself, but the use of the space in being together as a family, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, we used the kitchen table for homework and we did, you know, whatever. A lot of people did that, but trying to think like we we bought quite a few puzzles and board games and um and we even brought like a, a high top table up to the kids playroom so we could sit around that and, oh, yeah. and do some activities and stuff um whereas before it was like mom and dad would just sit on the floor yeah. <laughs> right with the uh-huh. kids now we've got a high top table up there so we like you know play you know guess who and different fun things and so you know I was, I was telling somebody, they're like, I hope you, you know, you and your family have been doing well. And I was like, I'm ashamed to say, I love that this pandemic has brought my, has caused me to spend more time with my kids than I ever have since they were born. Mm -hmm. So there's some real positives. Obviously there's devastation and negatives, but like, absolutely. There's right. Whatever you can glean. Um, that's amazing. You know, if you if you're having trouble with the whole glass half half full thing, just be like, "Thank goodness I have a glass." Yeah, that's a <laughs> right? good one. Yeah, that's a great one, actually. Um, say, what are we on week? Four? We are on five. Five. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun. Wow. Um, house habit number five is tenacity. Mm. Dream big, word. move fast. I love that. We use that one a lot too. We do. Dang it. <laughs> See, we live these things, right? <laughs> Dream big, move fast. Uh, big ideas are born when we challenge ourselves to ask, how can we make this have a bigger impact? Mm-hmm. And, you know, when, when, we, when we start talking about, you know, like previous ones, you know, challenge legacy thinking. Okay, what if we do it this way? Don't just stop there, but go, okay, now we're going to do it this way. What kind of impact is it going to have? How could we make it have a bigger impact? Mm-hmm. Well, we haven't even done it yet. I know. But why, why be like, poof, when you can go bang? Hashtag bang. <laughs> what? Hashtag bang. Why be like, poof, when you can be like, bang? I had hand gestures that y'all can't see wow. while I was doing. Why go poof? Like those little uh, like little things you pull the string and a little bit of confetti goes poof, you know? Yeah. Versus well, like a firework. Okay. All right. Here's why I love this one. Because dream big, move fast. Like it's so easy to hold on to or, or, or to latch on to. And... I mean, on both sides of that, don't confine yourself to, you know, what you think you can accomplish. Dream big. But then, and I think we've talked about this before, the move fast part, take action. Do something then. Right. Because we waste 
so much time trying to make sure everything's going to be perfect. And am I ready? Or, you know, like we've talked about, if you wanted to start something new, just do it. Don't wait for it to be perfect. Start, grow, move fast. Ultimately, there's something to be gained from having the need for it to grow and achieve and be successful than the want before it's come out. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Like, okay, let me, let me, I'm trying to put together an analogy in my head. So let's say Matt and Michael here, right? We're going to go and we're going to race. Okay. Michael runs a whole lot faster than I do. I'm guessing. Yeah. (laughs) Why'd you say it like that? (laughs) Anyway. Um, So let's say Michael was like, yeah, but you know, that finish line is over there. I'm just going to take it slow just to be sure that I get there safely. Mm -hmm. Right. Then maybe Matt finds some extra energy and we, we both arrive at the same time or I get there faster. Right now, let's say Michael just like, he's like, nope, I'm going to win this dream big. And he's going to move as fast as he can. And he takes off and halfway there, he trips. But because he was moving fast, he gets back up and keeps going and he still beats me. Yeah. Right? It's one of those things like in business, <laughs> in business, sometimes, I mean, you, you have to make sure you're making the right decisions, but it's also okay to fail. Mm-hmm. And if your momentum is in a fast charged energy of tenacious dreaming yes (laughs) anyway if you're moving if you're moving forward and your momentum is moving forward if if there's a failure there's so many train cars behind you you're just going to go right over that bump right it's going to be your i think your your momentum is going to continue to push you forward yeah i think to really anybody who is a runner (laughs) um is probably very confused even the the non-runners but (laughs) if you are a runner you know that uh doing a series of sprints and walks is still a faster pace than a consistent, comfortable jog or run. Really? Yes. Wow. So, and you know, I've done like races with Brian, for example, our other brother, and he will do the sprint rest, sprint rest. And he gets amazing times. And I'm always the person who wants to be comfortable and like, just find a nice pace I can maintain the whole time and not walk because heaven forbid I have to stop and walk and I will Mm. have a worst total time because of that, that move fast carries with it so much extra momentum and, and you know, you're covering so much more ground that it's okay to have a stumbling block or it's okay to have a breather. Like you're going to make up for it. Wow. I, I mean, I'm not a runner, but I, yeah, I guess, you know, if I think about, yeah, and then you probably have more energy to sprint again instead of like, you know, slowly mm-hmm. petering out. I did run a 10K once. Yeah. And I, my mindset was like, I will not walk. I have to continue. I, I have the same my... thing, but really you have a worse time if you do that. Wow. I'm not exactly sure what my time was. It was at the Mankato Marathon a few years back. Uh, I, I'm not exactly sure what my time was because they were already taking down the finish line by the time I got there. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Also... Uh, you talked a little bit about it's okay to fail. Um, and I literally just er- earlier this morning saw this uh, quote on Instagram and I screenshotted it. It said, failure is not the opposite of success. 
it is a part of success. Hmm. Yeah. And I love that. Like here we think, oh, like there's two completely like diametrically opposed ideas, failure and success. And really if you flip your mindset, failure is a stepping stone on the way to success. They're both in the same direction. Yeah. Because it means you tried. Indifference is really the opposite of Mm -hmm. success, right? It's not trying. Yeah. Huh. I like that, 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 that's uh, I like that quote a lot. So cool. Um, hey, check out our commercial page. Yes. Um, I was also going to mention, I forgot, I totally forgot this when we were talking about birthdays, because I was like, mine's in two days. And it was like, mine was a couple weeks ago. For for all of you listener out there, yes, <laughs> um, it is not just my birthday. It is also our other brother's birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so big shout out to Drew, who was born on my fourth birthday. Yes. How fun is that? such a good sharer. Um, so we both share a birthday. And our other brother, uh, Brian, was born in December, um, same month as Michael. So mm-hmm. all four of us here within a month and a half. Yeah. So And our um, sister, Ashley. And our sister, Ashley, that's right. Also December. <laughs> yep, right next to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, apparently there's uh, one time a year where mom wanted to have babies. But, that's it. Um, yeah, and why not be winter when you're stuck inside anyway? So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, let's make it a great week. We're going to practice dreaming big and moving fast as our, our intention and also just our relationship with failure. What does that look like and how do you accept it and grow from it and learn from it and use it as a stepping stone toward your success rather than letting it defeat or derail your progress altogether? Um, we have obviously... Uh, the podcast here that you can follow, hopefully subscribe to. It'll let you know when there's new episodes coming out. Um, find us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you like to listen to your favorite podcasts uh, and send us a message. Please, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can yeah. always send an email to contact at therealtybros.com. You can click on the link at the bottom of this message or this podcast, wherever you happen to be listening to it. Uh, and let's let's have a little chitty chat. Yeah, let's chat us up on like uh, Facebook or Instagram, whatever. We'd love to hear your questions or see your comments or whatever. And uh, and who knows, maybe we can incorporate that back into our next podcast. There you go. I awesome. think that sounds like a plan. All right, let's make it a great week and we will see you all next time. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Realty Brothers podcast. If you liked this episode, please help support us by subscribing to the Realty Brothers on your favorite podcasting app. And of course, your five-star reviews are always greatly appreciated. Be sure to also check us out on Facebook and on Instagram as The Realty Bros and at our website, therealtybros.com. And we would love for you to join the conversation. Send us a message at the link in the description below. Message us on your favorite social media platform or shoot us an email, contact at therealtybros.com. 